Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of Basketball Babble, where we discuss current event and news in the association, in and around the association. I am Trev, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host as always. I've got El Jefe, and I have the notorious TP. Man, uh, we've got quite a show for today. Um, got a few topics, a few events, things that are happening that um, I think really... Um, will stand the test of time, or at least a long time. So I want to get into the first uh, segment um, that we're going to go through, and that's LeBron's scoring title. Um, you know, I alluded to it lasting, you know, um, withstanding the test of time, which I think that it can, uh, or at least a very long time. So what do you guys think about this? LeBron is 63 points away from breaking the all-time scoring record in the association what do we all think? We've talked about this, you know, for the past few weeks, really, since it, you know, has really just become something that, you know, we knew we were going to see in the next month or so. Now that we're so close, they're estimating Tuesday is the date that he will most likely um, approach it. And that'll be uh, when the Lakers play at home versus OKC. What do we what do we think about this? And you know, additionally, what what do we think, like, how it will be scored? You know, is it going to be a free throw? Is he going to, like, hit a three? Um, will it be a two-point field goal? What do, what are we thinking now, now that we are so close? Like, we're a weekly show, so by the next time we discuss, you know, come together, probably would have happened. He will be – LeBron James will be the leading scorer. <clears throat> if, if, if we know anything about LeBron, it'll be in some sort of dramatic fashion. Maybe it'll be an and one. It'll be a three pointer where he flops and does all the the um antics where he's rolling all on the ground and then tears start flowing. The NBA is an entertainment business as well. So he will also be nominated for an Oscar for best male performance. Um on an NBA or on a, on a sports floor, he'll obviously get nominated for an SB as athlete of the year as well. So and I mean in all seriousness. It, it is, it is a one-of-a-kind accolades, and I do congratulate LeBron James on reaching this milestone and this accolade. It is an amazing achievement that only one, such as himself, could achieve. T.P., you said something really funny. You said the, the Oscar moment, and then you said the FC. And I was just like, well, he probably won't, like, you know, obviously won't win an Oscar, but it'll be an Oscar-worthy performance that he will win at SP Awards for, like, Best Male Athlete. I wasn't even thinking about that because I'm like, what the heck are the ESPYs? But um, it'll be, like, next year's EPS, I guess, you know, whatever. <laughs> this time next you year, know, whatever. He, no, He's no, definitely going to win that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 yeah, because, you know, the NBA is not necessarily a movie, but it's more so a TV show. He'll have to be nominated for a, go a Golden Globe. So he'll, yeah. win a, he'll, win a, he'll win an Emmy for sure. It'll also win an um an SB, you know. Somehow they'll try to turn it into some movie moment. So he probably will win an Oscar for best uh, best male performing actor or best male performance in a role. So I I just wonder if uh, best supporting actor will go to Darvin Ham, Anthony Davis, whoever fouls LeBron. You know, we just don't know who's gonna win that award. Maybe Michael Jordan for trying to take away all the um So you're so you're saying highlights. it will be a free throw because he's gonna get fouled in the, in his attempt to get it. So you're saying yeah, yeah, be, by by free throw is how he will how he will break the record. That's so that's what you think. It, it'll either be the bucket, it'll either be the and one bucket himself or itself, or it'll be a free throw for sure. 
Oh, and, you know, and everything everything will be delayed for about an hour, and we'll have to do this whole cutscene where we're all looking at everything, kind of like in video games where you you know you uh, hit an achievement for your one player mode. Because I mean, this obviously is one player mode for LeBron. There's obviously a bunch of side characters, but <laughs> he'll have his cutscene where you can't press any buttons to skip. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be an interesting well, event. For sure. It's gonna be on some like yeah. Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy cutscene, bro. Exactly. It's not gonna be any. Sh- Press start to skip. No, no hold A to go past this. Their bypasses. We're gonna have to sit there for that Bro. thirty minutes to an hour. Which I, I mean, I'm not necessarily against it. You know, LeBron. What is it? Thirty years in the league now. You know, you've done amazing things, man. <laughs> I, I don't think it's quite been thirty, but no, nah, I'm just uh, kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. One last point because I want to hear from Hefe too. But uh, when he does this, I thought about, I thought ahead to like what the arena is going to look like, you know, and who's going to be there. I guarantee you like the, all the celebrities are going to be there, you know, like all the people, there's going to be probably like so many memeable moments, you know, from like people around, you remember when Kobe scored 60, like in that last game. And it was just like, you remember the reactions from like all the, like, you know, people in the arena, everyone standing up, everyone had a reaction. Like there's this like meme of Snoop Dogg going like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is yeah. It's I'm like, glad you remember on? that. I'm glad you remember that. So it's like there's gonna be a lot of that going on. So like it's it's gonna be an exciting night because of that, and it's gonna be like on the West Coast. So like a 10:30 game, which it is gonna be 10:30 Eastern time. It's gonna be like regular, like you know that's a that's what they would probably prefer on the West Coast. It's like 7:30 over there, and that's gonna be something that they are. You know, people are gonna be there. Like all the anyone who's anyone is gonna be in attendance, and they're gonna be just you know, going crazy for the moment. And uh, I think the free throw will probably happen just because it gives an opportunity to pause the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's already paused because of it. And, um, you know, it, it could just be the opportunity for everyone to kind of go around and just, like, uh, you know, collect themselves or whatever. So, you know, have that proper standing ovation, like, without calling a timeout or, you know, anything. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be very entertaining. I gotta go over to you, Hefe. What do you think? Like, what's what's your reaction gonna be about this? Like, I gotta hear from you. Yeah, yeah. How how y'all doing? This El Hefe. Um, yeah, LeBron. Um, I definitely think he'll it'll it'll be a foul. He'll definitely get fouled. I think it'll be one of those LeBron s fadeaway though fouls. I think that's how he'll get fouled. I think they'll sit back and have to review the foul. Oh my god! So he's you know in the crowd getting hyped. Throwing his hands up, uh, and because because we already know it was a bucket, they're gonna call it a bucket. They're not gonna not call it a bucket. After what they did to LeBron, they're gonna give him the bucket. We all know what's gonna happen. So he's gonna be celebrating with the crowd. He's gonna be all over with his teammates. And TP, to your point, who's gonna win the uh the supporting role? It's gonna be the guy that fouled him one hundred percent. He's got to oh, win. Yeah, yeah. Be. Who 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 else? It's gotta be. It's gotta go to him. That's the best supporting role because he's the guy that took the heat. Well, this this is LeBron to get it. This is my theory that I just I just thought up when we started discussing. You just said something about the supporting role because you know today Trev mentioned in pre-production today is two three day. We weren't going to even bring that up, but you know what if Mike makes some sort of video appearance? Kareem says something, then Mike says something. Mike one thousand percent is going to win supporting actor. Yo, you think, you think you think Kareem stands up? Do you think he's even there? Don't him and LeBron Kareem, have to be? Kareem, Kareem doesn't like any young player because of the arrogance, and then there's Ooh, kind of he's the conversation. Thirty-eight. That man's not young. <laughs> I know what you mean by that. 
But yeah, and I know what, what it's worth. LeBron is young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is he gonna be there? Kareem will absolutely be there. He almost has to be there. He, I mean, it's his record. Kareem, I mean, obviously Kareem's legacy spans beyond just the Lakers, as he was Lou Alcindor with the Bucks, and you know his winning in UCLA, just you know winning across the board in any capacity that he played basketball. Though. They've got friction. They do, but but he's not going to not be there. If he if he's not there, then he's also joined Michael Jordan as you know a prime hater, which I'm not necessarily against. Yeah, I mean that that would be that'd be a whole other thing. Imagine if he's not there. Imagine if he's let's say he's like can you imagine the pettiness in LeBron's um, post game? Because <laughs> like someone's gonna ask him about that, and he and like LeBron is like the passive aggressive petty king as well. So that'd be yeah, funny. He, he's a little sensitive at times, but you know we can we can we can move on past the 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 petty king as they call it, the king himself. But congratulations, LeBron! The tentative congratulations to your excellence over eighteen years and a span over this eighteen years um, career. Yeah, I know that that's gonna it's gonna be um it's gonna be quite exciting, but um yeah there there are other things going on in the association besides LeBron James, but um this next topic actually involves him a little bit. The trade deadline approaching February 9th. By the next time we come together, you know, as a as a group to record, it would have already happened. But there have been a lot of talks about you know who's moving where, you know which teams are you know looking to make a trade. Uh, the Lakers. Big name, big team uh, name in the trade market right now. And apparently they're talking about Kyrie Irving. Um, as of today, and we're recording on, you know, February 3rd, there's discussion about Kyrie. Is he going to L.A.? And the question is, you know, what would it take? Um, what trade package would it be for him to, you know, go to the Lakers? Um, there's speculation about the Clippers as well. What would they offer? But, you know, outside of Kyrie, I mean, there's a lot of other teams who – you know, are looking to get trades done and will get trades done in the next, uh, you know, week or so. So what do you all think about that? Um, you know, what, what's your speculation on Kyrie going to join up with LeBron again or even end up playing with Kawhi um, and Paul George? What do you all think? I don't know if you went to start Hefe, but I know that LeBron, he sent that tweet out. You know, he's a little... He's, he's scandalous. He's zesty. He's like, yeah, he's like, Kyle he's like one of those guys. He's in the Kyle, GM room. Kyle, hey, he's in the GM room. He, he, no, he's he's in the room. He's in the room. But uh, oh, I thought I saw, no, I last week, you, last week the, you said Kyle, he wasn't. Last Kyle, week you said he wasn't. Well, according to Twitter, the Twitter timeline, ah, he's in the figurative ah. GM room. I did say that. But, he's in the uh, room. Okay. He might be outside the room. <laughs> he might know what's going no, on. He's in inside. What they say? Like he's not, not him not. and Rob Polinka are not hey, in the same room, but, you, but they're in constant contact. Okay. Okay. That's how. That, that so might I, be. That might be. But I'll tell you this. There's a there's there is one team I I as much as I don't really like Kyrie there's one team I want to see him on and that's Miami. I need Jimmy to get it. I need him to get a real point guard in there because Kyle can't get it done. How Lowry is an NBA champion. Yeah, but he can't get it done anymore. And what makes you he, think he, that he, Jimmy Butler's one going to play with a personality that is Kyrie Irving's? Nobody can deal with him. Jimmy Butler beats up other people. And that's and that that is the biggest issue. That that would be that would be the big issue. But Jimmy Butler, honestly, though, he's he's toned his whole aggression down since coming to Miami. He's only had one problem when he yelled at um Eric on the sideline, and that was it. 
Every you know, everywhere else he he was a little hothead, but he's he's been contained. Pat Riley got him contained. I will say whatever happens with Kyrie, whatever team he goes to, he'll be on his best behavior uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, but the biggest reason is because it's contract time for him. He wants to get paid. He wants a new contract. All the stuff that went on earlier was like after he got his money. <laughs> you know, it was just like now it's time to get more money. So you know, he's trying to be. And on I his think best he's behavior. looking for a four-year deal right now. Yeah, he is, and yeah. it's one of those things where if he keeps up his level of play, he's deserved of a contract. And if there's no off the field, you know, yeah. or off court stuff, then he's gonna probably get that. So wh- whoever trades for him is gonna have to also pay him. So he's gonna be on. Could his we best see him behavior. go to Dallas? Could we see him go to Dallas yeah. and pair it with Luca? That's not happening. I don't yeah, they they're two ball dominant players. It wouldn't work. They're out. they're desperate though. They are desperate. I think yeah, Luka eventually Dallas leaves Dallas. Desperate. And no matter how much they're paying him, I think he eventually leaves Dallas. He's frustrated with those guys down there. Um hey, back, I'm trying back, to say hey, I, I I've said this before. I need to see him and Jokic pair up. I need to see it. And I I, I see happen. that probably not happening. Not while they're both in their prime like this. Yeah, no. I'd love to see it. Oh my god, I'd love to see it. Thing is though, but I, I don't think, know if you, think, teams are also monitoring KD. Well, you think KD would KD be available? I mean, if the KD was available right now, I mean, he wanted to get the trade done in the off season. If he was available right now, I mean, that would just kind of put a big damper on the net season because they would re- realistically be giving up. You know, you trade your best player away, like, and you have one of the best records in the Eastern Conference right now, top five team, top three team. They're giving up, and you know what would it take to move Katie at this point in the season? I, I don't know, but that's that's a lot to think about. I couldn't imagine if Kevin Durant got traded midseason. That would be monumental, honestly. With all the dysfunction in Brooklyn, I don't see why, especially if Kyrie does get traded, I don't see why Kevin Kevin Durant doesn't look to go elsewhere. If not now, you know, demand. I think I think he like, would hey, want to move somewhere two, else if Kyrie. Wash. Were to leave, no, but thousand percent. Yeah, but I mean, in the middle of the season, I mean, that's just so monumental. I mean, like, I don't think no, what's the last time a big name, like the best player considered like top five in the world, was moved in the middle of the season? Like, was Harden moved midseason? Harden was not no top five player when he got moved in the season. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's a, that's a big name that was moved. Yeah, but Harden did get moved. Guys- for sure. Do you guys think we'll see guys uh like Zach Levine, OG, and um Russ get moved this season? This uh before the deadline? Zach well, Levine potentially, and I definitely think OG and Anobly will get moved by the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I think the Raptors are trying to blow things up. You That's think the Lakers opinion. will keep Russ? No. If I think if the I Lakers think they're smart, they trade for Westbrook. I mean, they trade for Kyrie and they get they put Westbrook in that in that deal. They have to. There's no way that you make a deal. And we and for... we get to see we get to see uh Russell and uh, KD again? <laughs> that would be likely. I mean, they might throw another player in there. Like, if they threw a role player like Joe Harris, that'd be interesting. That'd be, hey. Uh, yeah. The but, Nets, man. Yeah, the, the Nets, Nets are the I mean, most dysfunctional team. <laughs> I don't even think they're dysfunctional. I think they're just like, they're the team in New York and, you know, they're not the popular team. So they just, I don't know. It's like the Clippers. Well, it's like they're like the Clippers. Like, they, they might get good talent, but it never accumulates to anything you know, significant, uh, so to speak. So, but let's, let's keep moving into the next topic that we have guys. Uh, so I've got the MVP conversation. So right now, I mean, we have a few guys, a handful of guys who are even considered at this point in the season to be the MVP. 
what do you guys think uh out of those top guys i mean lebron no i wouldn't say lebron but he's he's getting close to that top five he's on the outside looking in um with the season he's having in the past uh i'd probably say month or so but the guys in the top five i mean you got to start with Giannis right now he just put up 50 points the other night against the clippers more than 50 points actually it was 54. He dropped 54 in a comeback 54. effort against the Clippers. Yep. Yeah, it was 106-105. It, it's hard to count someone like Giannis out. He's averaging 32 points and 12 rebounds this season midway. You know, it, 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 he's he's the guy for what it's worth in the Eastern Conference. With the exception of the number two in MVP candidacy, Joel Embiid, who was robbed of the MVP last year. I mean, with voter fatigue, it's kind of difficult to vote for Giannis. But Joel Embiid was, was snubbed to the MVP vote last year. Um, I think that Joel's performance against the current defending MVP, Nikolai Jokic, you know, it, it speaks volumes as to, A, how he was robbed last year, and, B, it's it, there's no way that the MVP candidate – I mean, the MVP doesn't end up in the East somewhere. So – yeah, I, they I will look believe, at that. As the much voters as I will hate, look at that. As much as I hate Philly, I believe jo- Joel does deserve – to win that MVP. Uh, he does play his heart out, lights out every time he, he's on the court. Um, Jokic does too, don't get me wrong. Um, but Joel, like you said, TP, he deserved it last season. Um, and he, again, he deserves it again this season. I just, you know, it's it's difficult because we, we've been in this situation before in the NBA historically. We've seen Steve Nash take MVPs out of, two more deserving guys. No offense to Steve Nash or nothing against him, but we're looking at a situation where if Nikolai Jokic gets a third MVP in a row, we're going to have to look at the voting committees and change something because there's no way, even though he's averaging a triple-double as a big man, the talking point was brought up that there was another player that was doing that, and after his MVP, I'm sorry, not championship, after he received the MVP trophy, he was widely considered as a stat pattern, and it's unfair to say that one player can do it and it's like, oh, they're of utmost importance to their team when that player has yet to make it to the NBA Finals. And then the other player, you know, has made it to NBA Finals, even though he had, he was partnered up with some other guys. You know, this it, it's just unfair to certain players by labeling, so, labeling them as stat to, pattern. To, stat to that point, to, to that point, TP, I think it has to do with the position these players play unfortunately um so i i just think that plays the role to to people's eyes i i get what you're saying but i think that's the problem that people look at the position and that's why that that case isn't being made well even with him being a big man per se right the whole thing about the nba with all these analytics and the skills being developed by every player whether you are a point guard like a one through the five a lot of times we're in this position now where people are saying, oh, we're playing positionless basketball, which for what it's worth seems to be true. You have Joe Kick running up the floor playing point guard. Uh, you know, you got you got 6'10". I mean, you got, you know, what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guys playing in the post like P.J. Tucker. So it's all about what, you know, playing to your strengths and weaknesses. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do get it because he is a big man averaging a triple-double when he passes the ball and he does everything for the Denver Nuggets. But – you're looking at guys like Giannis, who's who's won and, and does it at such an, a very effective manner, as well as Joel Embiid. Their usage, I mean, their usage is probably around the same, but 
I just feel as though there's there's a difference when you get when you match them up head to head. Giannis and Joel Embiid just get Nikolai Jokic's number every single time. It feels like so. You just something something needs to be accounted for when it comes to the voting. Yeah, at least with those three, for sure. So to round out our top five, you know, uh, well, first of all, let's 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 go through who we have. We've got Giannis. We've got Jokic. We've got um, who did you say after Jokic? Embiid. Embiid I'm sorry. Embiid. And then who do we who are we saying we have after Embiid? I'd look at Luca. Luca, okay, yeah. Who's on number five? Can't deny. Would you say? Uh, it's it's a tough no, call. I don't, I don't really want to say LeBron, even though he's about to break the record. But you could argue, you could argue for Jason Tatum. Oh my like, gosh! Excellent yeah. basketball, Tatum. Tatum. I, I mean, your background, that. your background itself. I don't know. I just, I just, Jason I just Tatum. wasn't. I don't know. I just had a blank for a moment. Definitely Tatum. I mean, he's been in the conversation consistently all year. I mean, the Celtics kind of have like these, like you know, kind of up and downs or whatever. So sometimes he'll be in it, and then sometimes he won't. But he's consistently been averaging thirty points per game. So I think he'll be in the top five for the rest of the season, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, LeBron. I mean, if he keeps this up. I mean, I kind of doubt it. Like he will, especially after he breaks the record. But if he keeps up the consistent play and the Lakers start improving as a team, um, you know, getting outside of the play-in position, sure. Why not? So so as of this uh as of this recording, uh the Kia the Kia MVP ladder has uh Jokic one, MB two, uh Giannis three, Tatum four, and Luca five. So you know right. we we called them all. We called them all, yeah, for sure. Without looking at the list, but <laughs> yeah, that was that's cool. But I, I would I would say for uh the one thing that leads me to think that there obviously is favor in Jokic is the fact that a center, a big man, has never averaged a triple double as we guys kind of talked about. So I think the NBA is looking for things that have not happened yet. Um, you know, that kind of helps vote a fatigue. Yeah, they voted for Jokic twice, but if he were to achieve something like that, which I think he's gonna probably do that, the triple double part of it, then um yeah, we could we could see that. I noticed his points haven't been as high recently, but he's been still kind of rounding out the category. So I think he's had a concentrated focus on, you know, making sure that he can accomplish that that statistic, you know. So is he gonna be this heir's Larry Bird? Because I believe that Larry Bird is the only other player in NBA history to get uh back to back to back MVPs. So is he going to be potentially? The It'd be nice range? if someone else stepped yeah, up and very like potential. Yeah, there's there's potential. There's potential. No, um, we got to throw this guy. I don't. I don't. I don't care what's going on. He, you don't want to mess. He with doesn't the, play. You don't want to mess with the Serbians, man. His his no, absolutely. They will break, they will break you. Matter of fact, let's stop talking about. <laughs> brother, brother, let me. My brother. Hey, uh, uh, moving on. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah. So so not so not so so a big yeah. Let's. Let's let's talk about the celebration of players. Let's let's get into that. So the All Star uh, game is All Star Week is coming up um, very soon. It's approaching, and uh, let's let's get into that. There were there have been a lot of um, now that everything's decided, a lot of snubs. You know, people feeling that they, you know, should have been included. You know, uh, you know, everyone can't get into the All Star game, unfortunately. So even your best efforts will sometimes are not good enough. Um, and that could be a case of maybe the casual NBA fan not being familiar with you. It could just be, come down to, you know, a coach's decision, media personnel, 
anything. You know, the vote is split 50% of the fan, 25 uh, media, and then 25, um, I think, uh, coach personnel, things like that. So who do we think are the biggest snubs? Um, my One of my biggest snubs, I think, uh, probably James Harden, I'd probably say. Um that that's I mean that's that's I thought that was a huge snub for the for the stat line that he's put up this year. I'd say James Harden. I mean, because he's a well-known NBA player. Even a casual would be like, oh, James Harden, I'd vote for him. I think that's a significant snub. Um, De'Aaron Fox is another guy. I think he has the numbers, but he doesn't have the appeal. You know, he's not like a well, like he's not a household name for sure. So those those are two of mine. What what do you guys uh, have off the top of your heads? Well, I will say with the Aaron, it's difficult. He's going to have to outplay uh, Ja. Well, I'm saying as far as... Uh, uh, on, okay, I got just, you. Yeah, he'll yeah. have to outplay Ja. He'll have to outplay Dame. He'll have to outplay Steph. Who else is in the West? Who else is in... Um, and Luca. So there's very little... But at that room. position, though. I mean, like... Uh, He's a Luca guard. And, Luca and uh, Fox don't play the same position. But Luca's listed as a guard. Is, okay, I'm a state. Yeah, okay. and that, that's I mean that's where the, that's where the problem with positionless basketball comes in because Lucas yeah. should be a forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean he Still plays hard. So I mean my yeah. my my snub, Jalen Brunson. I mean I he for what it's worth he you know he hasn't been selected in All Star game. He's played lights out for the New York Knicks. I'm not just saying this as a biased fan as you guys can see the John Starks in the background. Where's my? Yeah, there we go. Little, little John Starks action. Um, I just I just feel that his his play in New York coming there, getting you know, getting acclimated into a starting role after leaving, I believe, Dallas and coming off the bench doing things like that. I think he's unexceptional. He's averaging twenty two points a game. But guys like Drew Holiday play two way. Um he's obviously not gonna get in the space where, you know, he's not gonna get a starting role. Kyrie Irving has that. I think he's the leading guard vote getter. And then Tyrese Halliburton has played played well for what it's worth. So it's kind of hard to hop skip over that guy. He is the Indiana Pacers for what it's worth. I know Buddy Hill is there. Miles Turner just signed the contract extension. So the Pacers are a pretty solid young team. But Tyrese Halliburton, for what it's worth, is that entire Pacers team. So yeah. I would just say that I would just say that um Jalen Brunson is a is, is a bit of a snub. And I kind of agree with Jalen. I'm sorry, not James Harden. So that's about it for me. FA? Yeah. Um <laughs> who's just, your snub? Just, just the biggest snub though, um, I I mean, in, in my honest opinion, I, I agree with both of you guys, is one hundred percent James Harden. That is that is the biggest snub of them all <laughs> in the all-star game. But my personal snub is Jimmy Buckets. Um, you know, had he have not been hurt so much, you know, he could have got in there, but you know, it is what it is. We live to see another day. He'll be in the playoffs. Jimmy Buckets will be there. Um, so it is what it you is. See me cracking my knuckles. Where? Who, who does he hop hey, over? Look, hey, Ooh. look, hey, look, Ooh. hey, look, I, hey, look, I'm not getting into it with you on your Knicks guy. Don't get into it with me on my Miami guy. We're gonna leave it at that. Well, We're gonna leave it at that. Well, what's well, I, we not I'm doing? Asking, what, is, what is the what is the potential argument for Jimmy Butler? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Where um, the man was hurt and he didn't play, <laughs> so we're not gonna get into what he might have done. <laughs> but who is he over? He's so, not over Demar. So that's 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 where we're gonna end that one. I, um, let's 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 move it on. Let's let's I, keep I, going. Dylan Brooks, man, what's going on with Dylan Brooks? He's up with that. Fake tough guys, man. Fake yeah. tough guys. Grizzlies, yeah. look. 
and you guys see I'm getting animated with these back-to-back topics because I, I sorry to say it, but I think that guys like Clay Thompson, uh, you know, who, who's the other guy that said something about them? Uh, LeBron. Yeah. At first, I was like, LeBron, you're being soft. You know, it's basketball. They're going to talk trash. But I mean, now, like, you hit guys in the nuts. I didn't even <laughs> like Donovan Mitchell like that. But come on, Dylan Brooks, do better, man. You guys are fake tough guys. You got Shannon Sharp trying to size you up, Steven Adams pulling guys out. Like, come on, man, be serious. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed with Dylan. That that was a terrible, terrible move. Um, And he'll suffer a one-game suspension for that. But I don't – I mean, Dylan, man, you got you to gotta do better. <laughs> Yeah. How to do better. Yeah, that that is that look, is quite unfortunate. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not fighting NBA. Look, I'm I'm here to say this right here on the podcast. You can see me. I'm here. I'm I'm leveling with you all here, okay? All listeners, watchers. I'm not here fighting NBA players. Let's be very clear. But we can see when, when you're lined up against other guys, when you're just doing stuff for show. Like it, it's excessive. Like do better, yeah. guys. Um do for better. the for the for the people listening that aren't aware. Uh, what what exactly did Dylan Brooks do? There was a there was a uh, a brawl of some sort. Can we can we kind of get into the specifics of what occurred? <laughs> so you know Donovan Mitchell playing playing exceptional for what it's worth, and the NBA NBA teams they they kind of assign guys on their teams. Everybody knows they have like the enforcer, the guy, the guy that's going to go out there stir up trouble with the the, the other team star. You know, we've seen guys like Tony Allen. We got the Anthony Masons, the Charles Oakleys, the Xavier McDaniels. Notice I've labeled a couple Knicks because the Knicks were just rough and rowdy. But PJ mm-hmm. Browns, um, the Lance Stevenson guys are going to go up there, blow in your ear like Lance Stevenson did. LeBron try to get him out, get him out of their zone. Yeah. So the Grizzlies have have clearly labeled Dylan Brooks as the guy. Mm-hmm. So the other night, he, you know, he gets into a little bit of a bump. With Don, with Donovan Mitchell, he falls on the ground. Then he rolls over, and you see him lift his arm up and sock Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell in his, in his prized possessions and his family jewels. You know, that man might want to have children one day. And for you to roll over and intentionally do it, and you're trying to act like it was an accident. Like, we, we all saw We all saw it. Similar to what what uh, Draymond Green does when he kicks people. Like, we, we know what you're doing, man. And so Donovan, he took offense to it, threw the ball at his body, and a scuffle ensued. Donovan's fine. Dylan Brooks is suspended, and rightfully so. And I think that the Memphis Grizzlies, no matter how good they are, because they play excellent basketball, we understand that. From from a from a truly bat from a true basketball perspective, the Memphis Grizzlies are a force to be reckoned with in the West. Yeah. However, you you can't just well, 100%. do this. Yeah, but you, we we just can't we can't that man, do that man acting like he's can't actually do that. from Memphis. He's acting like he's actually from there. Um. And he still got a check in every time he comes home. Yeah, it's just all right, all right, I'm not. I I'm not speaking on that. Let's be very. Clear. I don't know who has to check in anywhere. I yes. don't. I, I, you know, I check in with my parents when I come to their home. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. So, right. As, so at as some you, point, as you should, <laughs> we all got to check in somewhere. Checking with God on Sundays. So ain't that right? Um, ain't that right? Um, no, yeah, I, so let's let's get into our last segment, and that's going to be our look ahead games. You know, what are three games or a few games that we're looking ahead to? Kind of want to speculate about, uh, you know, typically major, you know, primetime games, a lot of exposure. So we've got three games coming up, um, in the next, uh, you know, about a week or so. Um, so first we've got the 76ers at Celtics on February 8th. Um, big matchup in the East, you know, potential MVPs playing in this game. Uh, what do you guys got for this one? I mean, I think that 
obviously the focus will be on I think it's the ESPN game too. I think the focus will be on obviously Embiid and you know uh Tatum and, and Brown, you know, looking at those guys. And I think that'll be an exciting game. What do you guys think about that one? I think that when you're you know, you're looking in situations like that where it's inner inner conference and you have the first and the third seeds going up against one another. Messages have to be sent, especially with James Harden being a snub. Joel Embiid feeling like he's, for what it's worth, the best player in the NBA right now. Going mm-hmm. up against the the, the tandem that is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who just beat the Brooklyn Nets by, what, 40-plus points the other night? Yep. And another reason as to why Kyrie Irving probably wants to get out of Brooklyn because beat, losing by 40 points, it's just that that's, that's unacceptable. It's disheartening. Absolutely, it's disheartening. Absolutely unacceptable. The same the same way Dak Prescott was seeing ghosts on the field is probably what Kyrie Irving and them were seeing on the court. You know, just seeing Dak ghosts, Prescott see ghosts on the field. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that another time. We'll get to that another time. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's definitely a little bit concerning. And this Boston team, for what it's worth, is a force to be reckoned with. So we we understand that they are going to be a top three seed in the, in the East. The Philadelphia 76ers are also going to be a top three seed in the East. It just depends on where, where it all gets aligned. It's going to be it's going to be great basketball. Oh. James Harden versus these two guys and Joel Embiid in the post. See who get, who, who gets the better of the two. The oh, pair. for sure. Yeah, gets so, the better. So, so, so uh, yeah, Boston ended up beating them last time. I believe that game was in Philly in October. I, and this one's in TD Garden as, as well. I, I think Boston goes ahead and, and, and they'll probably end up getting this win. I know Embiid, he plays his heart out, uh, so he'll definitely probably drop at least 30 this game, but it's it might not be enough, unfortunately. It just might not be enough. We shall see. We shall see. Um, uh, 76ers have struggled against, you know, lesser competition, particularly the Orlando Magic um, recently. Although they did get beat by them, they came out and smacked them up. Uh <laughs> Not too long after in the same gym. But anyways, we're going to move on to our next game. Um, so we've got a game on February 9th, uh, Bucks at Lakers. Right, So big, big matchup. Uh, this could potentially be, you know, a game where LeBron gets the points record. A lot of speculation on whether it will be the game on Tuesday on the 8th, uh, which would be, uh, I think it's OKC at Lakers. Yeah, and um yeah. You know, if it doesn't happen there, I think it would happen the next night, Bucks at Lakers. So um, this could potentially be one of those games. But for the purposes of, you know, speculation, let's just say it happens on Tuesday and it's just this regularly scheduled programming. Uh, what do we think happens? You know, Bucks at Lakers. What? How do we think this is going to go? Giannis and potentially LeBron, maybe he's out this game if he's broken the record the night before. You know, a lot probably, probably partied all night, you know, potentially. What happens here? You, um, think, you think they just lay down? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, um, but you know, LeBron's I think trying to still get into the playoffs this season, and where they're standing currently in the West, they know they have to win, and they got to start winning now. Um, so will he celebrate? Yes, but I think he'll focus on this Milwaukee team first, and I think they'll try and get this win. It'll be a high-scoring affair here. I would definitely take the over in this matchup. Um. I'd love to see um, the Lakers beat uh, Milwaukee mainly because they're in the East, and I, you know, I need to see East teams lose other than Miami. But you know, it, Milwaukee will most likely win this game, though. Yeah, I I think they would too. I mean, Milwaukee's they've had some blows this year, but I, I think they could take the Lakers, especially after 
if this isn't the night that they that they that they do it, then if it's the night before the Lakers and LeBron, you know, breaks the record, then I think it'll be uh, not easy pickings, but it could be uh, an opportunity for them to dominate. Um, let's just say this is the night that LeBron breaks the record. How do we think this game goes? The Bucks um, and Giannis is Giannis is not the kind of guy that's uh, for the formalities. He's very serious, at least from what I've seen. Even with the scripts and everyone wanting feel good stories, Giannis isn't going for that. Giannis definitely Giannis, Did you watch that game last night? Giannis definitely. He's in it too. He's in like there is a game, there is a play at the end. Uh it's when the score was the final score, but there was still time left on the clock. Giannis does like this, and uh he does this pass. I say pass in air quotes where the ball sails out of bounds and it was just like such an like an uncharacteristic thing that he would do. And I see Giannis out there where he's like, like kind of just like looking like you like if you got a recording or something like just look at the end of that game and look at the pass that the pass that Giannis throws that goes out of bounds it gives the Clippers a possession um, or whatever and it's it's one of those things where it's like potentially setting up an overtime or you know it just looked very very fishy there's no sensible no sensical reason he would even you know do something like that uh some of the fouls called against Giannis like he knew he wasn't even fouled like I think what's his name? Zubak. He got fouled out. Giannis is in. Everyone who's like playing this game is in on it. People that make more money are telling them to be in on it or, or whatever the script or whatever the narrative is. So anybody's game, the fair game for, for the semantics and all the stuff that goes on in the association. Now the superstars have got to be a part of it. It was funny because they were saying, and now this is unrelated to this game, but they were saying that Kyrie did all of this on 23 day to belittle and undermine it being Michael Jordan's day, which would, you know, be in direct correlation with him and LeBron. So LeBron made the phone calls like, oh, Jordan wanted to be petty and release the last dance when I get my ring. Sure. Let's let's interrupt your Jordan day for the first time by doing this, making making headlines. So Kyrie may not even be moved, but Giannis is absolutely part of the script. It'll it'll be funny to see what if LeBron breaks the record and LeBron and then Giannis is like, yeah, I'm gonna go for forty tonight though. Don't worry, buddy. Don't no, worry. He, no, he's not forty no, in an L. No, he is not. They, Giannis, they will... Giannis, better. He's not doing that. Giannis Darvin, that. If the game is close, Darvin Ham does have issues with rotations. You know, he kind of has issues with putting who needs to be put out at the right time. If we see Patrick Beverly show up. And, you know, he's on the floor with Drew Holiday and them. It's going to be an issue. I know Chris Middleton in limited minutes has been playing well. So hopefully we'll get to see a little bit of Chris Middleton getting getting better, catching up. Not, not That was that was terribly worded. I hate horribly structured sentences. But, you know, getting acclimated to the game speed and getting back to where the Bucs need him. Because the Bucs are going to need him for the, for the deep playoff run. I picked him last year to win the finals when Chris Middleton was injured. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Sorry, Miami. Yeah, so I think either way it Sorry, shakes, Knicks. that'll come on, man, come on, man, come on. We know, we know. We that'll be, know. that'll be, it'll that. be an interesting matchup just based on the narrative <laughs> coming into that game. So we got one, we got, yeah, calm down, guys, calm down. We've got one game left to go through. Um, one game that we picked that we think is pretty interesting. It's going to be on February twelfth, so a little bit longer than a week from now. But the Grizzlies at Celtics. So we're talking about the Celtics again. What will this game be like? Um, uh, back at TD Garden. Back at TD Garden, man. 
maybe the Celtics, you know, they've they, they won the previous matchup against the 76ers and you know they're just looking to smack up the Grizzlies. Um I don't know what's gonna happen. What what do you what do you guys think? Mm. Uh, I believe Jimmy. in the last matchup they faced them, they they beat them by three points. Um so I think the Grizzlies will be looking for revenge in this one. Yeah. It'll 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 be an exciting matchup. Hopefully the Memphis Grizzlies won't try the fake tough guy act in Boston because you know guys like Marcus Smart are out there, injured or not. Marcus Smart is not to be played with. Marcus Smart is actually about that, from what I understand, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Brooks. So, you know, if you want somebody to come on come onto the court that doesn't belong at the court at the moment, a la Shannon Sharp, Marcus Smart is your guy. Yeah. And again, the Grizzlies do have um Steven uh Steven <laughs> Adams to, you know, diffuse any and all situations. Steven Adams is picking up grown men and moving them as if they're toys in Toy Story. As if he's Andy from Toy Story and everyone else is Buzz and Woody and Rex. So I, I also wouldn't he's put, not to put be anything by Steve. Yeah, Steven Adams. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like the gentle green. He's like the gentle green giant. Like, excuse me, sir. You are you are bothering my players. I don't want my players to bother your players. But if we're just going to be talking about the game in itself, if the Boston Celtics don't have to rest anybody and everybody and they're at full strength, I do think the Boston Celtics do get this win. They're yeah. more experienced. They know what time of year this is. Really mm-hmm. get into the swing of things. This Memphis Grizzlies team is good, but they're a little they're young and they're upstart. It kind of remind me of the Allen Iverson 76ers. A very solid team. Kind of inexperienced, but they do have a very exciting leader. John Morant obviously being lined up with Allen Iverson. Not saying that he is Allen Iverson, but I mean the comparisons kind of stick for what it's worth. But I, I still I still think Boston gets this win here. Especially in TD Garden, so yeah, they play so good at home. Um, they're actually not yeah, playing they, good tonight. They're playing against Phoenix, and and, and they're not doing well. <laughs> um, it's the fourth quarter, and they're probably gonna lose this one. Um, but they're yeah, I think yeah, I think that the Celtics, you know, probably have the the better opportunity here. Uh, you know, it's a Western po- opponent, so that's interesting as always, but. You know, I you know, I always give the Celtics a chance at home, especially this season, how well they've played. Don't doubt them whatsoever. Uh one comment on Steven Adams. That dude, since coming to Memphis, I mean, he is like he acts like he was from he's from Memphis. Like the guy does now. I mean, he's like this big tough guy. You know, he's always been a tough guy, you know, since OKC or whatever. But now he's just like I saw like this video on Twitter. He's just like a different guy now. Like not in a bad way or anything, but just like you know, you would have thought he's from there, from the area or whatnot. But it should be a good game. It should be an interesting game. Um, Maybe the Celtics, you know, get it together, start looking um, looking a little better. They're trying to test who, uh, you know, who's the best of the best in the NBA. The Grizzlies are definitely one of the better teams. So probably, uh, you know, an effort spot for them. It's, it's going to be fun to watch. So yeah. Celtics stuff. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have upset me these past couple of weeks with this this fake tough guy thing. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They've they've definitely been upsetting, but you know, honestly, I don't like anything Boston. So uh go Grizzlies. Hate her. Uh but uh gotta hate her. <laughs> enough. <laughs> but outside of that, you guys can catch us um next time on basketball babble. Go ahead and make sure you follow us also at basketball babble on IG. Um until then. El Jefe's out.
Jimmy Butler was not a snub. TP's out of here. All right, everyone. Uh, so thanks for joining us and uh, listening through another episode of Basketball Babble. <laughs> Uh, you can join us. Um, we'll put out show episodes weekly. So join us um, when our next episode comes out within the next week. Um, we'll be looking to discuss more of the current events and uh, news in the association. Until then, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts as well as uh, Spotify uh, as well. Uh, so until that time, this is Trev uh, signing out for Basketball Babble. And we will talk to you all on um, the next episode.